2: To the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Perugia from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers.
3: And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised.
2: If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. And that's the episode 54 of The Art of Decluttering. Today, we'll be talking about decluttering and organising your pet
3: paraphernalia. And your pet. And we have a special guest with us today. Welcome, Pebbles. Welcome. Pebbles. It is so good that we could find a pet to come into the studio with us. We'll put some photos on our Facebook page of the gorgeous Pebbles. And Pebbles is going to be in the studio with us today recording... And giving us just some feedback as we go. Yep, Pebbles,
2: do you love the art of decluttering?
3: Pebbles, Pebbles, do you think decluttering is like the bomb? Pebbles, Pebbles, do you think we're hysterical? Pebbles, Pebbles, do you want to hear an episode about decluttering your pet paraphernalia? I was going to say, Pebbles, maybe decluttering your pets, but I don't want you to think that you're going anywhere.
2: No, you are way too beloved to go anywhere, Pebbles. Our listener request this week... Is Megan gas going again?
3: Wow, Megan! Thank you so much for. I think this is the second episode this year we've had from you, Megan. So thank you. And we have done an iTunes review from her,
2: or a Facebook review oh, as well. You're a she super fan. is a super
3: fan. We love her. Pebbles yeah. loves her too, don't you, Pebbles? <laughs> All right. So, Kessie, tell me about your pet life from when you were little. I mean, give me the abbreviated version if it's a long story. From when you were little to now, tell me what type of pets you've had.
2: I think my mum and dad want to be pet people, used to want to be pet people. or I don't know what how they felt, but we had a few pets growing up. We're not so good at keeping pets in our home. Keeping so, them alive? Keeping them alive. Right. We had my mum killed a budgie when she was pregnant with my sister because she forgot to feed it. <laughs> we had a cat get run over. Aww. Oh, it was devastating. I was in kindy, in prep. I was devastated. Like people came to our door and went, "What's this your cat? Yes, it was. <laughs> um, then we had uh, a dog run away from oh, us. Yeah. Yeah. We've had, um, Summer and I have had goldfish. Haven't been able to keep them alive either. So like it, we've got like black hands when it comes
3: to <laughs> Yeah, you really pets. did declutter your pets over the years.
2: And Simon and I are both not very pet people. Mm. Um, I love horses. All right.
3: But that's never going to be... Where did that come from?
2: I've always loved horses. Okay. And I, like I used to go horse riding with my friends, yeah. and I've always, always loved horses. I've got a few
3: friends with horses. I love horses.
2: But it's never going to be my... I'm never going to live on acreage. And if I do, I will be getting a horse. But if until that time, we're a no pet family. Mm-hmm. The kids are desperate, desperate for a pet, but they're not old enough. We'll be the ones looking after them. Yeah. Like until, and Simon's really keen on not having, um, you know, mess in our house. Yep. So there's an, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So pets and ferruges don't, it's kind of like oil and water.
3: Yeah, they don't mix very well.
2: Yes, yeah, so um, we're just not a pet family, and we're okay with that. How about you?
3: When I was born, my parents had a cat, Priya, mm-hmm. um, but my sister, when she was born, was severely allergic to Priya, so we had to get rid of her. But when I was growing up in my family home, I had mice, I had chickens, mm-hmm. I had I loved my chickens.
2: Oh, my, loved my chickens. chickens. That- I had Ooh, fish. for mice. Oh,
3: I loved my mice too. Um, chickens, fish, we had a dog, my mum has birds, and only recently, so we bought my son goldfish for his birthday when he was about three. Um, He killed them. He... uh, Overfed them. Yep, but not with pet food. (laughs) (laughs) Over-something them. And then just recently we've been so excited to welcome two little rabbits into our family. Um, Their names are Wombat and Professor. And they are the most delightful things. So we've always been a non-pet family. And we always said, my son's always wanted a dog. And we said, no, 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 we're the non-pet family. We just don't do it. You know, we have enough trouble keeping children alive. We shouldn't be trusted with pets. But then we got rabbits and Cal and I are besotted with these things. They are so cute. They are just gentle and lovely and low maintenance and low mess and house trained. Oh, they're just delightful.
2: So, how do we declutter things around pets and without
3: decluttering the pet? Yeah, let's keep the pets. But I find that, look, even with rabbits, there's so much stuff that comes with owning a pet. You've got food, you've got water, you've got transport, you've got hutches and kennels, you've got blankets, you've got um, toys. There is just so much stuff that comes with having a pet. Yes. And what I find is that usually if you're a pet owner, somewhere in the laundry is a cupboard full of pet stuff that you don't use anymore. Yes. I have found that with clients' house. Yeah. Yeah. So leads that you don't use anymore, often collars that are too small. Like if you buy a puppy, you get a puppy size collar, (laughs) and then as your dog gets bigger, you get a bigger collar, but people just keep the little ones. And then they just keep stuff, keep beds and toys, and you can get rid of that stuff. You can.
2: Your puppy's, your dog is never going to shrink back down to a puppy size. No,
3: that would be weird. Weird. If you have Benjamin an Button animal dog. that is, a, you took the words right out of my mouth. Really? If you have an I'm animal sorry. that is a Benjamin Button animal, we will pay for you to get a new collar.
2: We're vibing <laughs> on the same. What do you think, Pebbles? Do you think any dogs can be
3: Benjamin Button-like? <laughs> no, nah, we didn't think so either, Pebbles. It's pretty Weird. So, one of the areas you can declutter of your pet stuff is when your pet has outgrown the thing that you bought. Yes. Or if you had a little dog and then your little dog passes away and you get a bigger dog, you don't need all the little dog stuff. Like, you don't need a little bed, you need a big bed. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. <laughs> <laughs>
2: now, I have seen lots of animal products bought in the hope that they'll get used.
3: Oh, like what kind of things? Like
2: beds. Oh yes.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And yeah Buy the dog dog a kennel and it sleeps in your own bed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so maybe instead of wishfully thinking that the dog, animal, cat, whatever, bunny rabbit, horse will grow to love what they don't already, maybe you could just resell them now. Just let them go now. Let it go. Let it go. They're probably never going to love Sleeping
3: on that bed.
2: If and we they
3: sleep with you. We found that when we bought our rabbits, so the person that we bought the hutch from gave us all their rabbit paraphernalia to go with the rabbits. Only I mean, our rabbits don't like sleeping in the container that they gave us, so we did our own one. And then they gave us two drink bottles, but our rabbits like drinking from a little bowl and one rabbit drinks from the bowl, one rabbit drinks from the drink bottle. So we've actually ended up without even having purchased it ourselves, excess rabbit stuff. So I'm inspired myself to go home tonight, yeah. and get rid of some of the stuff that we were given because we'd never had pets. We didn't know, no. But now that we've had them for months, we kind of know they're jam, so we you're, can get rid of some stuff.
2: You're all over this rabbit business now oh. that you've owned them for three months. I'm an
3: absolute pro
2: at all animals now. <laughs>
3: uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> what do you think about that, Pebbles? <laughs> Pebbles, you are gold. That was a bit naughty to say, Pebbles, but uh, we'll let you get away with it because hopefully there's not many other dogs listening to this podcast today.
2: Imagine the dogs of Australia we, have made their choice.
3: Yeah. You could have a podcast just like animals speaking to animals. <laughs>
2: Uh, We are so sorry if your dog is going crazy. If you're listening to this on your Sonos speakers or like any speaker in your home and your dog is going crazy because Pebbles is having fun with us (laughs) in the studio, we are so sorry.
3: Uh, Pebbles is... I'm not usually a dog person, but Pebbles is a black lab. And so the... Pebbles' owner is our sound engineer whose studio we're actually recording at. And Pebbles is very well trained, which is why we can get Pebbles to bark on demand <laughs> with food incentive.
2: Yes. Jared has trained him very, very well. Her, so much fun. Very well. i um, so bad at um... genderizing
3: animals. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. I have a question for our listeners. What's the go when you have a pet die? Do you keep like their collar or their something like do you do people do that? Do you keep a thing to remind you of your pet or do you just go we had the pet, remember the pet? we have a funeral for the pet, and we've got photos. Like what do people do? Do you know? I've had clients who have kept some stuff. okay I've had clients who have kept
2: loads of stuff. I would suggest that you in an ideal world. You would keep the photos of them. Yeah. And honour the photos, like have them in a frame somewhere honor around. Honour the memories. Or not have them in the frame, but know that you can go look at those photos yeah, when you want to reminisce about your lovely pet that has gone on to a different life. <laughs> pet heaven? Pet heaven, thank you. Is it pet heaven or is it just heaven?
3: I don't know. I don't know. Do you really want to enter the theological debate no. about where pets go when they die? I'm
2: all good not to
3: Excellent. right now. I think it's probably better that we don't. Yeah. Um, if you want to. Pebbles, keep where some... do you think that <laughs> dogs go when they die? <laughs> ah, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, the ultimate answer from the mouths of babes themselves. <laughs> there is your theological answer. Very <laughs> concise, too. Well done, Pebbles
2: having a lot of fun this episode with Pebbles. Thank you, Pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that, like anything, you should give honour to things. So don't keep everything of something and find a way to honour that. Mm. Lost pet, deceased pet, pet that's in heaven. <laughs> what do you think?
3: Uh, if... Honestly, I would just get rid of all of it. Yes, I would suggest that you declutter all of it, but you're not going to forget your pet. You know, that's why when you have like a secret question to ask at the bank, they go to you, what's your first pet's name? Yes. That's the stuff you remember. Jessica. Oh, Amy. (laughs) So. Really? Yeah. You named your own No, this is the funniest story. (laughs) Tell us, When Cal and I first met, he goes to me, oh, my first ever pet's name was Amy. He had a goldfish called Amy. Isn't that cool? It's prophetic. Yeah. So, no, it's not my first pet's name, but then I'd be telling everybody what my answer to my secret question is. Oh, no. Oh, but and that wasn't. My husband's <laughs> first ever pet's name was Amy. How weird. I'll never forget that. But that's why they ask you those questions. Yes, because you you're love not your pet. Perfect. You're going to remember it. Yep. I was Yep. Devastated. So, I would say declutter all the stuff that goes with them. Even if you're planning on getting another pet in a couple of years, that may not actually justify keeping all the stuff. There may there may be a time and a space for you to put it all in a container and, and put it aside. And other times it might be when you get a new animal, you actually get what that animal needs. It might be a different breed. It might be different personality. You just don't know.
1: Exactly.
2: More from us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website, decluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that's not so secret anymore. We've done episodes on linen cupboards, toys, wardrobes, pantries, jewellery and so many more. So if you're new to The Art of Decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the episode we did on
3: Entryways we keep hooks right next to our door for our keys Mm. so that coming and going we put our keys straight away so if you haven't got somewhere to store your car keys you can go as simple as what Kirsty was saying and that's just putting a basket somewhere near the door or on top of something that you know where it is and just make sure they always go in there and for us that's just hanging them up near the door
1: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving.
2: So it can be really tempting to buy food in bulk, hey? Yes. Is it tempting? Are you guys tempted to buy well, rabbit food in bulk? What
3: don't do even, rabbits eat? Rabbits eat hay mostly okay. and a little bit of fresh veggies. Like carrots? Carrots, celery. Is that why I like Peter rabbit? And Possibly. His that's also do they what, like radishes? That's also why he wears a little jumper. <laughs> I don't know that you should get all your information about rabbits from the the wide world of Peter Rabbit.
2: <laughs> What's wrong with Enid Blyton? She was a lover of animals. Of she was. Animals. So does... I want? Do I buy in bulk? Do you buy radishes for your rabbits?
3: No. Can you please so we can test Enid's I theory? I will Google it rather than just buy radishes and feed it to my for rabbits. rabbits. <laughs> I'm not prepared to take that risk for okay. you, Kirst. Okay. Oh. You're asking a bit much today. Oh, really, three dollars <laughs> yeah. of radishes. Uh, I'm more worried about the rabbits dying than them not eating the radishes. There are like the, like they can't eat iceberg lettuce. Rabbits are allergic to iceberg lettuce. Okay, so Google there are it. some vegetables that actually make your rabbits really sick, which is why I was hesitant. Not because I don't want to spend money on radishes. Okay, just cool. to clarify that. Right, back to bulk food. Yes. Yeah, so um, we have some really, I think they're 50 liter plastic containers that we keep one with sawdust for their litter tray, one with hay, and then one with some special hay for them. And so, yes... Special hay? Yeah, it's called lucere, loose lucine hay. So it's just like a treat for them. You don't feed it to them all the time. Um, and so we have those, and they're on rolling tubs that go underneath the hutch. Okay. So, yes, we buy it in bulk. Like, it's not just a week's worth, it's months' worth. But I think if you're doing that, it's really important to store it well because it will go off. Or, what I have seen, and it's a bit gross, is you'll get mice or you'll get spiders. I thought
2: you liked mice.
3: Not to eat through my rabbit food. No. I don't like mice, full stop. In fact,
2: I can handle spiders. (coughs) I can handle snakes. Yeah. Yeah. You put a mice in my house and I'm up on that table like lightning oh, flash. Oh, no. Okay.
3: Yep. So let me clarify. Pet mice are okay. No. Ones that I've hand raised, but I'm not no. touching a wild r- no mouse. No mice.
2: No mice are okay. Yeah. They're like yeah. cockroaches.
3: Yeah. I don't mind cockroaches either.
2: Ugh! Don't mind them at all. I cannot handle cockroaches or mice. Oh, there you go. My two things that I absolutely like absolutely hate. That's good to know. So I'm never going to have a pet mouse mouse, and I'm never going to have a pet
3: cockroach. No, that's good because there's way too many people in the world with pet cockroaches. (laughs) It's probably time that you're not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) So if you are buying pet food, it is important that you have it in containers that you can both access quickly because you don't want to spend a couple of minutes every night taking the lid off the stupid thing. Access it quickly, but be able to seal it so it stays fresh and keeps out. All kinds of creepy crawlies and grossnesses.
2: Yeah. Now, we've been talking a lot the last couple of weeks about consumerism mm. and being a, con- a considerate, considerate consumer. So I would like to challenge all you pet owners, because we do love you pet owners, and we love you pets, just like Pebbles. Hi, Pebbles. Pebbles. <laughs> You're the best, Pebbles. <laughs> to not buy into consumerisms for your pets. Like yeah. don't buy all the cool gadgets and toys, just buy one of each type of thing or or one that's right thing, like dogs, for instance, yep, what was that thing that they were we were just talking about? We were just talking about this, where they have to where well,
3: you bite into the
2: thing they, to yeah, get they the have, toy. have to work for it so it's a toy it's play it's fun but they have to work at getting their food it keeps them entertained for a long time yeah buy that go for it that's good don't probably don't need 10 of them
3: yeah and it it can be tempting too when you get a new pet yes because you want to do the right thing you want to love on your pet so you want to buy everything but actually just take take time yes get to know your pet yeah find out what they like they might really like teddies mm. and you thought that pebbles were good. likes teddies oh does pebbles like teddies? pebbles has a teddy oh actually do you know what i can see from here it's a little white teddy out on the deck it's gray and white is it oh i can't quite see I'm that far sure then it's gray that's cool so have a think get to know your pet before you lavish them with a ridiculous amount of consumerist products because your pet doesn't have to have those things you might like to and go for it but be mindful yes and I think
2: I think pets are a lot like humans; they love interaction. Yeah, they love the, unless they're a cat. The
3: people side then of it. Then they
2: don't love anything. Then apart from themselves.
3: Oh, you're that's, probably right. That's a cat. That's that's a
2: well known cat. Yeah, I'm not a cat yes. person. I'm allergic to cats.
3: Are you? Yes. I might just say that about me too. So I don't know. What do you do when clients have cats? Oh,
2: I sneeze a lot, oh, and be... I take lots of antihistamines. Yeah. I drug up. Yeah, that would
3: be really difficult.
2: But do you sneeze a lot at clients' houses? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Do you I take antihistamines? Every day. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just part of our job.
3: It is. We have to take antihistamines and we're around pets all the time and we sneeze all the time because we're around dust. Yes, dust. People That's- feel bad because I'm sneezing all the time. They're like, oh. I feel so bad for you. I get every job. This is This our is job. our life. This is our job. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm okay with sneezing. Yeah. I just take tissues everywhere.
2: Yeah, I just sneeze.
3: <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> Uh, So I've also had clients who have downsized from having property and land, Mm. and they've gone from having, say, horses to having a smaller property where they don't have horses, but they're really hesitant to get rid of their horse gear.
2: I totally understand that. As a horsey? As a horsey. Yeah. You can smell the horse still. Really? Because horse hair is so strong. And so pervasive, really, that it gets in their bridle, it gets in their saddle, it gets in everything. So the the paraphernalia that comes with horses smell like I did horses. not know that. Next time you're at a client's house with horse stuff, smell it. You might start sneezing. You <laughs> might be allergic to horses. It has got a distinct. Definite smell.
3: So should they keep it just because it smells like their Um, horse?
2: No, not necessarily. I'm not saying that. Tell me about it. I'm just saying that it is different from cat and dog stuff because Because it's it's such a strong smell. Mm. So I would say I think it's similar to what we were talking about before. If you have plans to get another horse, then keep your saddle. They're expensive, man.
3: Yeah, and if you've got plans in the next 12 months of getting a pet that can use the stuff that your old pet uses, then it makes sense. That's like a a fiscally responsible thing to do. Yes. But But if if there's no vision in the future... If
2: there is no no vision, then be thoughtful about what it... Do you actually need that saddle? Mm. Do you actually need that bridle? Or can you give honour to it? Like, you know, can you, you know, use that bridle... Like as a decoration, yeah. in your garage or in your house or in your shed or somewhere. Like, give yeah. honor to it. Could you take a photo? You know, take a photo and write a story and put the bridle in a in a in a
3: box, box frame
2: box frame. Like, what or can you take just a bit,
3: yeah. like, and
2: and take the bit and frame the bit. Like, this. well, you could
3: pass it on to someone who is developing a passion for the animal that you have had. You yes. know, maybe there's a young child that you know would love a cat and so your cat's passed away and you give them the climbing frame or the scratching frame or yes. the whatever it is.
2: And if it's horses, like, think about donating it to Riding for the Disabled. Correct. Something, be creative in the way that you can dispose of things too.
3: I like it. Mm. Another question you can ask yourself is how many spare blankets and towels you realistically need for your pet? Now, we discovered this with rabbits, I actually need more spare towels than I thought because when you are taking them to the vet and different things and we had one rabbit get sick and we went through like three towels a day did my head in and made me question whether I was really cut out to be a pet owner but there are lots of people that keep multiples upon multiples upon multiples of blankets for when the dog goes in the car yes do you need that many
2: no you could probably just buy a dog blanket that goes over your car seat.
3: Is that what you have, Pebbles? Yep, it is. <laughs> I also know because Jared told me that's what they use. You can't speak dog? Oh, I totally speak dog. So yes. you, you got that from Pebbles. Not I got that from, from Jared. Yeah, sorry, my apologies. Yeah. Speak again, Pebbles? <laughs> yes. You just want to say the, how much you love this podcast and <laughs> how crazy we are. How crazy we are.
2: <laughs> So if you're looking to buy a pet in the near future, don't think about just buying the pet. You have to think about all of the paraphernalia that goes along with it Mm. and where you're going to find space for that in your home. Yep. Because as we say every week, it feels like keep like with like. And put things together and work out the flow of your home. Where are you going to feed the pet? Where is the pet going to sleep? Where are you going to wash the pet? Where are you going to...
3: How can you best integrate the pet into your family and provide them with what they need? What we're not saying is deprive your pets. Or don't
2: buy a pet. No,
3: like hear us right. Buy your pet, do what you need to do, get what you need to get. But just be mindful of consumerism because, you know, it's, it's rife in every sector of our life.
2: Yes, and we want to help you to declutter but also maintain a decluttered home. So bringing our pet in will add clutter and that's cool.
3: Joyful clutter.
2: Joyful clutter. Boom! Just have a plan for it.
3: Awesome. All right. I hope that has helped you all, pet owners of the world. Thank you so much to our guest podcaster Pebbles today. <coughs> it has been so much fun, Kirsty, not just being in the studio with you, but having our guest as well. So we hope you have an amazing week and enjoy the freedom. <laughs> you stole my line. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favor and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganized.net or on Facebook as Simply Organized PO.
2: You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes.
3: We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised.
2: If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering.
3: We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. <laughs>